The following program is presented by the HTM Podcast Network. Welcome to another episode of Turnbuckle Talk in partnership with TheChairShot.com, presented by the Hitting the Marks Podcast Network and in association with NDPW.com. Turnbuckle Talk is sponsored by CollarAndElbowBrand.com, where you get 10% off when using promo code JKPODCAST. Turnbuckle Talk is also partnered with Phoenix at FNXFit.com, where you get 15% off all your health supplements simply by using promo code TBTALKPOD. Follow the show on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter by searching at TV Talk Pod. Listen on Podbean, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and everywhere you catch your favorite programs. And now, pro wrestling fanatics, are you ready? Here are your hosts, Mighty Joe Morin and Carl Carafel. That's right, everybody. I am Carl Carafel alongside... As always, the curator of topics, Mighty Joe Morin, and this is Turnbuckle Talk. Yeah, man, another week. Uh, you know what? I'm going to dust off a bit of an oldie of a saying here. Another week is come and gone in the world of professional wrestling. Another week is come and gone in Joe and Carl and Turnbuckle Talk. And uh, before we kind of get into the details, man, how's your past week going other than feeling like uh, a big pile of poop? Well, that that was about it. Um, I did feel like a big pile of poop, um, <laughs> but I, I I pressed on. I continued on. I had the good old Mister Buckley to uh, to help me out a little bit here. My throat is still a little bit sore, uh, but I mean yeah. it's just uh, pretty much just a, one of the common colds that happen at this time of the year. Our weather has been kind of really up and down, uh, so it's 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 been a little bit difficult on the system. But I am very thankful that I had. My Dr. Pepper to be able to get me through. Yep. That's right, everybody. Dr. <laughs> Pepper. Our non-sponsored Dr. Pepper. Although, uh, if you guys do end up watching this podcast, if you do want to reach to us and be a sponsor of Termuckle Talk, we will not say no. We will gladly accept uh, such a promotion. And uh, what, what also right. um, happened or what's going on today too, girl, and I guess I just kind of locked up putting on the shirt, but, uh, <laughs> uh, and I, I guess I was somewhat aware of this earlier in the day, but uh, apparently today is Bullet Club Day, so... Uh, too sweet, happy Bullet Club Day. There you go. That's right. All right. Now, how about you? Your week? How's it gone? Pretty much. Uh, well, I, I didn't feel quite as bad as you did. I mean, it was still, I think just because, you, like you had mentioned, the weather kind of swinging back and forth always wreaks havoc on like sinuses and that kind of stuff. But, uh, you know, other than that, man, like it's um, just been kind of a typical week for Mighty Joe. Um, briefly look, looking at going back to the night shift briefly and then hopefully getting the uh, a permanent day shift um, so I can get back to normality and living like a human being again. And like I'd mentioned, of course, you know, if that does kind of happen, you might see uh, this program become a little spread. It'll still be coming to you on a weekly basis. It just, it might be a little sporadic on the, the day that it actually happens. Um, 
and I'll just, we'll just kind of go from there. But like, like other than that, man, it's just been lots of wrestling to watch, and there's actually a fair amount to, to talk about um, involving WWE and another company. But we'll get to that here, Carl, because you have something special planned for us today, correct? I do. Everybody knows that we here at Turbuckle Talk, we've been going since 2015, and we we enjoy when other people come to us and say, hey, I'm looking to try to get into this game. Can you possibly help me out and, uh, you know, kind of show me the ropes, so to speak? Yep. Uh, so today, we have actually got someone who is branching out using StreamYard as well. Thank you, StreamYard, for this amazing platform that you've given to us. Um, and this person is going to be using StreamYard and doing broadcasts of their own. Uh, this person has created the Boar's Nest, is what it is. This person's name is Bubba Duke. You can go to Facebook, and there is a page there or a group there on Facebook for the Boar's Nest with Bubba Duke. And here he is. Welcome, Bubba, to Turnbuckle Talk. Thank you, gentlemen. Appreciate the opportunity. It means a lot. And, and do we want to peel back the curtain a little bit? Uh, because, I mean, uh, this person, Carl, has appeared quite often in our, uh, our, our, our chats for Turnbuckle Talk, correct? That is correct. Yes. Yep. yep. Do you want to do you want to divulge that, Bubba? Yes, uh, that's fine. I am known <laughs> on Facebook as Don Lewis. There you go. Yeah, regular in the our one chat. And only. You're regular in our chat, and we always appreciate uh, <laughs> right uh, the comments yeah. and stuff happening all all the time. Always great uh, uh, stuff there. Having said that, guys, why don't we delve into the pro wrestling discussion here and uh, kick off with uh, something that could potentially be cool, but at the same time, I'm a little concerned beneath the surface here, and it is involving. Six letters, WWE and MLW, a potential working relationship or partnership between this company uh, is kind of the, the talk of the internet wrestling community, so to speak. Um, you know what? I'm going to throw it over to our, our guest here, Kayfabe. Yes, uh, uh, Ryan, uh, Kayfabe. <laughs> Kayfabe's dead. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's gone. Uh, I'll, I'll throw it over to, uh, to Mr. Bob Duke here first. Uh, what do you think, dude, about a, a potential partnership between Major League Wrestling and WWE? Um, I did catch the last show that they put out. Yeah, let's talk about the product the ML, a little bit. MLW. First. Yeah, good product. Yeah. Um, I'm a little worried that Vince is going to get his hands in there and muck it all up. That's that's the only <clears throat> only concern I have is because yeah. he's controlling and everything needs to be his way or the highway. I was excited when NXT came out. Because Vince really didn't have his hand in it. Yeah. And then you could see where Vince started getting his hand in it, and it just went back to, now it's just another program for WWE that nobody wants to watch. For me, so what, what I what I see with it is, like, I think back to before NXT UK started, you know, we had Progress and Evolve, uh, where essentially, like, a re relationship started with them, and then they just essentially absorbed the talent from those companies. I mean, uh, those companies, I, I, I think, somewhat still exist, but not anywhere near to the prominence that they, that they had before. And, you know, th that's what I think of. You know, I, I think Major League Wrestling, I, th I think of them as, a, like, a legitimate uh, alternative to the WWE. I mean, and there's a growing number of those. Uh, if I had one slight criticism for the, um, MLW is that they do use the word, they use the F word quite a bit, and, uh, and they're programming it by that. 
I mean the word fight. That is something that always kind of bothers me. <laughs> Carl is very much aware of this, and and uh, <laughs> Mr. Babadukas from listening to all our programs that uh, using the overusing the word fight, and especially in fresh wrestling commentary, I feel just it, it's for those that have been watching long enough. I mean, it uh, it kind of throws us off for the casual and newer kind of fan. Maybe that can kind of work for them. But um, they, they definitely do go for the, this hybrid sports-like presentation, which I do appreciate. And But, I mean, the, like that, that promotion, like we want to talk about people who, I mean, pun not intended, I guess, here, really make an impact over there. And, I mean, we're talking Jacob Fatu, and we're talking the Von Erichs and Mr. Filthy Tom Lawler. Those four guys, they're like the pillar of that organization. And, I mean, you want to talk like guys that, uh, that do it well. I mean, when I look at, especially when I look at, not to take anything from Tom Waller, but when I look at Fatu and when I look at the Von Eriks, I think, wow. Just that one word, wow. Whenever I watch those guys in a ring, like I'm floored every single time. Yeah. Definitely. I mean, and, and, and it's, it's not as though it's a um, name that hasn't been out there before. Uh, especially the Von Erich name, like it definitely has been. So, so people through all generations know the name Von Erich. So uh, these guys running with, with the Von Erich name and everything going on right now, they really have a standard to hold up to. And that's, uh, that's one of the biggest things is that they really have to uh, keep that standard for that name. Um, yeah, I mean, Tom Lawler, yeah. I mean... Right. <clears throat> Uh, spoiler alert, uh, was it not Tom Lawler that just won the, um, New Japan U.S. uh, championship? Yeah, he won, right? he so, won some type of thing over there with New Japan, yeah. Yeah, yep. yeah so I yep. mean, like, we've got already cross-promotion going on between, yep. you know, with the MLW and New Japan. Um, so, uh, my worry is how is all of that now going to work when it comes to the WWE coming into a partnership with MLW? Are we mm-hmm. still going to be able to have these guys like Tom Lawler being able to go and do these jobs with, uh, new Japan or with new Japan America? That's my biggest concern because, uh, that would be a travesty, mm-hmm. especially for new Japan America right now, just really starting out. Mm, yeah, yeah, <laughs> Mr. Ryan Lambert, uh, who, yep. who, uh, for those aren't aware, uh, from the uh, the Average Marks uh, podcast, which I, I believe that the, these guys are, are back up and running, uh, and I have checked them out a couple times. Uh, so shout out to those guys. You mentioned Alexander Hammerstone, absolutely. But uh, you know, f- for me, it, it's Fatu and the Von Erics, man. And um, you know, thinking back on that too, I mean. I can't help just because I'm somebody that's watched professional wrestling for a long time and is aware of some of the history and whatnot. Whenever I hear the Von Erich family guys, I mean, just uh, it's uh, I, I can't think of it. I mean, you want to talk like the most cursed family in professional wrestling, right? I mean, so far these guys have bucked that trend, and and thankfully so. I mean, the, the guys look great. You can tell they put in the work. Um, they even wrestle kind of like their dad with no no boots on and whatnot. And it, it's it's one of those things where just. I'm always wow, but in in the back of my mind, I'm like, oh, my guys, just just you know, just don't mess it up. But uh, you know, it's, you always I, I, got I don't that curse, right? right? But uh, but yeah, and uh, Ryan mentioned uh, Alexander Hammerstone, yeah, absolutely fantastic as well as well. Um, but um, as for the working relationship, like I can't remember, if, I, I think it was Triple H had mentioned this. No, oh, no, we're we're, op- we're open to working to other promotions if it benefits us business wise. And I remember when he said that, like it just it it felt so disingenuous. 
Like it didn't feel like a legitimate thing. It's like he just wanted to, to kind of throw it out there because everybody else was kind of seeing it too, but never really following through on it. I mean, I mean come on, guys. Let's not kid ourselves. WWE's not going to work with New Japan. They're not going to work with Impact. They're not going to work with uh, OVW or Ring of Honor and that kind of stuff. It's, it's not going to happen. No. Um, you know, they want to be their own thing. And so it's one of those things, if, if they do absorb or that they do try to do something with MLW, um, I'd be frankly very concerned. I would rather see MLW work with literally any other promotion. You know, not, not to be anti WWE, New Japan America, not to be anti WWE at all. But the New Japan America would be the ideal working relationship. I, yep. I, at least I think. So I, I just I just had a crazy thought. Oh, oh God, that's dangerous. So Vince McMahon, in his infinite wisdom, goes to Triple H and goes, "Hey, Trips." What are we going to do tonight? Vince doesn't talk like that, by the way. And Triple H goes, well, Vince, we're going to take over the world. It's his pinky in the brain. Yeah, pretty much. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Right. That's exactly what I yeah. thought of. Yeah. Pinky and in the end, the it all brain. blows up. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. In the end, we take a look at NXT right now. Uh, I mean, it, while it is still good, um, it is not what it used to be. And it's yeah. just blowing up. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So uh, I don't know what would be going through uh, Corbauer's mind right now. Um, because one of those things, I mean, they literally just signed that deal with Vice. I don't know what that is going to mean for as these guys drink their non-sponsored Dr. Pepper. Um, with a, just literally the, the deal happening with with Vice TV, I mean, I, I just, I know there's a lot of speculation about this, but I mean, what a lateral and strange move it would be to, to sign some kind of deal with the WWE just after doing this. I mean, they're on the channel. I mean, um, uh, Grinder Singh, uh, welcome to the show, sir. Um, I mean, we got Dark Side of the Ring on that state and that, um, channel as well and now we have right. legitimate wrestling promotion on there as well i mean it just it, it's fantastic um it just it, the timing of it would be it would be it would suck let's just put it that way it would suck well it's yeah. fantastic for those that have access to vice yes um currently i do not that may uh, have yeah. to change yeah. um but yeah, I'm spending money and money and money and money and money on all these other different things <laughs> and networks. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. So I may have to possibly look. But um, yeah, I mean, it's really interesting. And and apparently, like this isn't just uh, speculation. This is more pretty much affirmation that's mm. really happening. Mm. Um, and multiple different sources are reporting on this and it's not just dirt sheets that are reporting on it either. There's, there's legitimate sites that are actually like reporting us. on yeah. a work like us, yes, yes. like working on a working partnership yep. between the two. So it's, it's difficult. And I, I don't know. I don't know. Yeah. I just, don't know. See, Ryan is literally the first person that has said that they would like to be on Peacock because it just it seems like since that has rolled out, like it, it's been I won't say a disaster, but people haven't been digging it. Um, I, I know there's a ton of other great content well, on there, but the 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 the, the yeah. WWE Network side of things has been you know kind of a miss so far because a lot of the content is missing, yep. and not only that, a lot of it is being censored, which is where I start to have big problems. Weecock uh, took a piss. That's what so. happened. Weecock took a piss. 
Yeah. As far as I'm concerned, if you're buying, let's say, OVW, okay, mm-hmm. and you want to put it on a big national network, their old product should stay the way it is. Yeah. If you want to start censoring stuff, okay, well, let's start doing it on air. Yeah. The rest, you can't change any of that. That already happened. That's what people want to watch. Yeah. Then let them go watch it because they're watching that, and then they're coming back for the new stuff. Yeah. Because we're seeing a lot of that, you know, not only in wrestling, but in popular culture as well. They, one of the ones I like to cite most often is with Looney Tunes. I mean, you want to talk about that? I mean, they can't use Pepe Le Pew anymore because he's supposedly a rapist, uh, or at least an attempted rapist. And then um, Elmer Fudd can't hunt Bugs Bunny with a gun anymore because, of course, it promotes violence against animals. So, you know, we could go down that rabbit hole as far as we wanted to, but uh, like you, you nailed it, Don. I mean, we can, censoring the content going forward, it is what it is. It is what it yep, is. Exactly. But yep. going backwards, I mean, you, you have to remember, we can't just, we always run the danger of, I would like to say, if we forget history, we are doomed to repeat it, right? When it comes to, to that, when it comes to historical things, if we, if we forget those things, we may end up repeating it because there could potentially be a whole generation that doesn't even find out about this because we've censored said content. Because you took it, right? yeah, so, you, you reread the history book. Right? And, it, and even like if you... If you were to buy a Looney Tunes DVD at the beginning, it says, you know, this content or however they word it, you know, was coming out at a certain time. So there there might seem like there's some racial insensitivities and that kind of stuff. You know, they they cover their ass on that kind of stuff. The the disclaimer. And you know what? At the end of the day, too, if you don't like the content and you are so offended by it, you know what you can do? Turn it off. Don't, don't watch, watch it. it. Don't buy it. Don't yeah. look at it. Don't nothing. But don't ruin it for, for those who actually can still get some appreciation out of it. Um, that, that's my yep. big issue when it comes to the censoring of content and all that kind of stuff. Again, if you don't like it, don't um, don't watch it. But there are still yeah. some that, that, that can still get something out of it. And to, to just abolish it across the board, I think is a mistake. So it, it's it's they're going yeah they're going way out of line by. Yeah. Over censoring things and that kind of stuff. It's just for sure. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, let's shift over to a little bit of WWE discussion because, um, interestingly enough, um, for those who watch us over on the Love Wrestling side of things, you will know that um, for the last two Fridays, uh, Love Wrestling has actually been able to get me to watch SmackDown two weeks in a row and uh, do recaps <laughs> of the shows. So, uh, and, and I gotta say, you know, they, they, they've been pretty good i mean i have had some criticisms as i always do but i always provide you know some some insights they're not just shitting on the product but actually give them ideas to improve one thing that they yeah. did do really well last week that main event with with roman and daniel i thought was fantastic you know it, it's amazing and I, and I said this with parish on the show that it's amazing that even just with a really short build or just over the course of an episode by actually having something on the line to actually have stakes on what's happening you become invested and you become interested. I mean, not only was it for the title, but Daniel's position on SmackDown was on the line. So just uh, they did a really great job and they kind of kept it open-ended. They actually hooked me in a little bit. I'll probably end up watching it for a third week. But having said that here, guys, I mean, uh, Daniel did lose to Roman Reigns, so it looks like he will not be on the SmackDown brand anymore. Let's go around the horn here. I'll start with our with our guest, Mr. Baba Duke here. Where do you see Daniel going now that he is uh, no longer on SmackDown? Ooh, good question, because he, everyone's going to say he's going to end up on Raw. That's where he should be, because he's still a big name. But going to throw a curveball here. You want to get your product even better by putting a big name on it? NXT. Oh, 
Dude, I 100% <clears throat> agree. That's I don't even see it as a curveball because uh, it's my that's my idea as well. I mean, you you want okay, you, so. <laughs> you want to talk about the the list of guys over there that he got a great matchups with. I mean, Swerve, uh, Shane. Who's Strickland. first on your list for that? For me, Finn Balor. Finn Balor. Yeah, for me, like Shane Strickland um, and those kind of guys over there. Um, Even uh, Dexter Loomis. I mean, pretty much anybody on that roster. For for me, just it it would really feel like for somebody who's watched a lot of Daniel's work in Ring of Honor, um, I think he could really kind of be that that, that Daniel, uh, was it, uh, they they call him Daniel, uh, I always get the two mixed up, uh, Daniel Bryanson or Branson Danielson or Brian Danielson or whatever it was. Brian. Brian Danielson. Brian Danielson. It's weird because we know him as Daniel Bryan, so I had to kind of switch it. But uh, because I thought, (laughs) dude, I thought he was absolutely fantastic in Ring of Honor and you just be bringing back more like that. I mean, dude, I mean, he could have a great match with anybody on that NXT roster. And if you wanted to, even, you know, once uh, all the the COVID uh, bullshit, uh, lockdowns go away. Put him over in the next uh, UK as well. I think he. I mean, he could go over there and do stuff, do incredible stuff with the boys over there as well. He, he's very versatile. I think yep. you could put him anywhere, and yep. he's going to do good. Yeah, to be quite honest. Yeah, that's my. But take. I think putting him in NXT is going to not only help lift that product, yep. but it's going to bring those wrestlers from, say, a neutral level to that, yep. that yep. higher step that yep. they need to be at to get the product going. Now, uh, uh, Brian bring up a great point here, and I don't know what his contract status is, but you want to talk New Japan, you want to talk a run through the best of Super Juniors, uh, like, you know, Daniel versus uh, Hiromu and uh, El Desperado and uh, to even Minoru Suzuki if they want to. I mean, there's tons of great matchups. Dude, that, that, that one right there, Minoru Suzuki versus Daniel Bryan, uh, that would pay some harder money to watch just that. <laughs> well, whoever he wrestles is yeah, is worth the money. Because Zack Saber Jr., all those guys over there. So Daniel could literally do and I'm, amazing anywhere he goes. Yeah, literally. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Literally. Yeah. If he is still under contract with the WWE, I would love to see NXT. Yeah. Definitely, and I would love to see an uh, a Daniel Bryan Kyle O'Reilly feud mm. start and happen. Ooh. For me, yeah. that would be absolutely epic. I would love it. Um, Ryan adding in there, Daniel Bryan versus Will Ospreay right yeah. off the bat. Yeah. Yeah. Y- yeah. For sure. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Please yeah. make it happen. <laughs> if that can actually happen, freaking do it, please, because yeah. that's money. That's well, anything he does money. Is money. Yeah. That's WrestleMania main event money. Yeah. Like that's a, a feud between Daniel Bryan and Will Ospreay would be amazing. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But if he's still under contract with the WWE for the next little while, That's not I would prefer to be seeing him in NXT. Uh, even if he's not a full-time worker in NXT, if he's there helping, yep. working with the guys in the back, working with the girls in the back, working with the talent group everybody into one working with the talent because he knows what he's doing. He's been in the game long enough that I think that he really has some amazing insight when it comes to the world of professional wrestling. And if he's working backstage with the talents, whether it's promo work, whether it's ring work, no matter what he can do it. And he can teach these kids how to flourish to get to that main roster next level. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, I'd sure. put uh, his mic work 
and ability to work the mic up there with uh, some of the legends like uh, Dusty Rhodes and Jake the Snake and those guys. He's he's got that ability to be that good. Yeah. So sure. that's why I want to see him in NXT. Yep. It's we'll see what happens um, uh, as of our our. Um airing of this live where we're on Monday afternoon here. We'll, we'll see tonight on Monday Night Raw whether he pops up there. Um, fingers crossed that he doesn't, but we, we shall see. And uh, if that happens or whatever happens, we'll, we'll be talking about yeah. it next week for sure. Right. So fingers I'm just crossed. like, if he shows up, that's his road to NXT. You for know, sure. he's on his way through. For sure. And I wouldn't even mind, <laughs> it, you know, I wouldn't even mind if he, if he showed up on Raw and just said, I'm not going to be here. I'm going to go on NXT instead. I'm like, you always have him like, I won't say turn, turn them down. I won't even say like turn heel, but just be like, you know what? I'd be wasting my time here. I'm going to go where wrestling matters. You play off kind of like the edge angle, right? Where he went in and yep. said, you know, uh, the reason why I come back is because of you guys. And I, I felt that there was like a missed opportunity there. That I mean, had that they had that like in their in their lap, and they they kind of squandered yeah. that. So um, you have Daniel kind of capitalize on that situation. Could could even play the you know what? I just want to go back to my roots. I want to go back to the right. beginnings. I want to start over, get refreshed, and go back there and start his career over again as a, yeah. a heel or the super baby face or whatever. Yeah, for sure. Again, it doesn't matter what he does. He's making money for the company. Cool. He's just that good. <laughs> Absolutely. All right. Let's venture away from WWE again. And let's talk about uh, something that's another topic that has been kind of making the, the rounds here. And people seem to be really, really excited about this. Um, so I, I guess this will be the the hot take Mighty Joe segment for for the show here. Uh, we're we're talking about a potential matchup between Kenny Omega and uh, Andrade for me the WWE over in AAA. So I guess for their championship. And, and I will say right off the hop here, I don't care. I just don't care. <laughs> really? I just don't care. Why? With uh, you for anybody that's been watching lately, the the stuff with Kenny. And him saying that wrestling training doesn't matter anymore, that still rubs oh. me the wrong way, dude. I mean, it's still, I I know that this is still potentially cool, but I'm still really, really on the other side of the fence with Kenny. I, I'm sure that I'm sure this would be good, but just it, it's going to have to be really something to really kind of win me back. Let's just put it that way. Like I said, hot take, hot take. <laughs> now I, I I totally understand where you're coming from, what you're saying. Okay. So he has said some words. Mm -hmm. Do those words diminish his professional wrestling ability? Do those words take away from what he can actually work in the ring? Or does he still have that same caliber of Kenny Omega that we know when he's wrestling? Even if he believes that you know, professional wrestling training isn't needed. You don't need the basics, whatever. Um, he's still a good professional wrestler. Mm -hmm. So the potential of a matchup between Kenny Omega and Andrade, who yeah. Andrade is a fantastic professional wrestler on his own. Oh, yeah. I have no issues with him whatsoever. So this, yeah. this, is, this is a potential for an amazing match between two good professional wrestlers. Yeah. No matter what anybody's belief is on anything, they're still good workers. Oh, for sure. Oh, 100%. For, for me still, though, the, the words are, are still very important because, I mean, for me, it, it's still, if it would have been said in character, 
Like if he was being the heel, if he was being the uh, the over the top, the goofy kind of heel, like he's doing, like he's saying, like when he said to, when he when he asked Callus to sixty nine him and stuff like that. I mean that that kind of silly kind of over the top stuff that that they giggle about backstage. For me, just because it was said out of character and because it was actually like I said, I, I forget what Kenny's real name, but it was just him actually talking. That's where it, it kind of rubbed me the wrong way. If it was just his wrestling character and he had said those exact same words. I, I wouldn't be feeling the same way because it's like, okay, I know it's just heel Omega being heel Omega, but the, fact being that, the character. but the fact that it was actually him personally saying that these very, very important aspects of professional wrestling essentially don't matter, or we don't know what good wrestling training is. It's bullshit. I mean, we, we know you guys both know, and the, for anybody who's been watching wrestling for a long time, know you know that wrestling training is one of the most important things that you need to do to not only become successful in this business, but to do it safely as well so that you can make money in this business as well. So that stuff still rubs yeah, me the 100%. wrong way. Like I'm sure both guys will put on a good match, but I'm just not as invested because uh, just for me, like his attitude right now, they're just it, um, it, it, it's honestly, it's lost me a little bit. I, I'll likely still find a way to check out the match, but um, he's yeah. got some work to do to win me back. Yeah. So, go ahead, Carl. Go ahead, Don. Go ahead, Bubba. Oh, go okay. ahead. Oh, I was going to say that I, I kind of think of it at a, at a different angle. Like, yes, okay, the words were stupid. I, but was he really being himself at that point, or was he, was. he throwing a little bit of that character in there just to keep people invested in the Kenny Omega? Because mm. you, you got to think, right? Yeah. Some of these guys live their character yeah. and we back in the day, right? Their we, character was their character. And we don't know when that was recorded either, right, too? That's and part, who part says that wasn't recorded way back, you know, yeah. back in the day? Yeah. So I'm just, yes, okay, the words were stupid. Yeah. That's how I feel about it. They were stupid. They were unneeded. But, again, it's Kenny Omega. It's big money. It's awesome wrestling. It's unexpected stuff's going to happen. I got to watch this mm-hmm. because not just because it's Kenny Omega, the other gentleman can wrestle as well too. I've seen him. Yep. Awesome. Yep. Yep. So it's like the possibilities of this match are endless that these guys could do yep. in triple a for this title that Kenny's had for how long now? Mm. Two years. Yeah. Yep. Something like so, that. Yeah. Yeah. I was watching a thing on it. It's since 19 or uh, 2019. He's had it. Something like that. Yeah. In yep. July, he won it. So, and like I said too, I mean, um, I've said as well, I mean, I loved Kenny's work in New Japan. I thought uh, the cleaner character that was fantastic, his matches with uh, Okada and Naito, I mean, that's the stuff of legend. But sometimes, yeah. guys, sometimes you just need to shut up. You have to know when to shut up. And because you can really jade yourself from a, uh, from a rather important uh, fan base in professional wrestling and turn some people off. And, and I'm not the only one that feels this way. Our, our good friend who does our intro this week, or every single week on Turnbuckle Talk, Mr. Richard Bonson Vickery, feels exactly the same way that I do. And, um, you know, he, we're, not, uh, we're not necessarily the majority, but there are a large group of us that. Uh, that just those words really rubbed us the wrong way. Like you guys know, I'm somebody who is maybe sometimes a little too old school for my own good, for my own good sometimes. But uh, I'm the same way, Joe. But um, we'll, we'll see. I'm, I'm not. I'm not going to go full Jim Cornette on this guy. But I'm very <laughs> much on the fence with Skinny. I, I I do have a question to pose to you. I just want to make sure that this isn't just a Kenny Omega professional wrestling thing <laughs> right now. Um, 
If your favorite singer, lead singer, or your favorite actor were to say, you don't need acting school to get into the business to do things well, or you don't need vocal training to be uh, a rock star and get those gold records, would you feel the same way towards that person that you do with Kenny Omega right now? Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah, 100%. Okay. 100%, 100% I would. Yeah, 100%. That's that's like saying uh, a carpenter doesn't need to go to carpentry school to yeah. become a professional carpenter or electrician yeah. or... Yeah. Do, don't get me wrong. What Kenny Omega said was completely unnecessary. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I have to think it's wrestling. Whether he was in character or not, I think part of that character came out in that part of the interview and... That's where I'm leaving it because if I don't, I'm going to get upset <laughs> and I'm going to sure. dislike Kenny yeah. Omega. And yeah. I've just started to like the guy. I just yeah. got into the new Japan yeah. stuff in the, yeah. the triple a and it's, it's all like, wow. Yeah. So I just got to leave it at the, it was a character thing. And now when we did bring this up before we did talk about this, but I want to throw Ryan's uh, uh, comments up there on the screen because yes, a hundred percent. You're definitely right. And, and I even shared those exact same sentiments on the last episode when we had talked about this. <laughs> Dude, so, you got harder than go. I did. Even well, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You got even well-trained performers cripple wrestlers for life. Got to take care of the boys and you can't do that without proper training. So yeah, you know what, Thank with you. that, it definitely, I, I 100% agree. I'm just not going to shit on the guy and hate him and not follow his body of work anymore because of words that he said. That's that's where I'm 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 at in in this whole thing right now. Um, he he can say whatever he freaking wants, but if he's going out there and performing, okay. So if if my favorite band of all time, Corn, if Jonathan Davis were to go out there and say that. Uh, I, I didn't need vocal training, vocal training, stupid, uh, self-taught. I did all of this. Okay. Those are your words. Awesome. Yeah. Good for you. I'm super happy that you were able to do that without vocal training. When's your next t-shirt coming out? And when's the next <laughs> album? Because I freaking want to buy it. Yeah. Right. For me, it's because of the body of work. It's what they can do. Yeah. So words are words. I don't give a rat's ass what your words are. I'm not going to hate you and stop supporting what you've done because of words. Actions different, right? Right now, if if Kenny Omega were to be going into these schools and going, ah, you five people uh, don't need the training, just come out here and then throw them onto a show and then shit happens. Now we have an issue because now your actions showed differently. But if you're just spewing words out of your mouth, I do that all the time. I'm doing it right now. I'm spewing verbal (laughs) diarrhea out of my mouth. Does anybody care? Nobody gives a shit. Are they going to hate me because of what I say? No. And if you do, there's something wrong with you. There are times where, uh, you know, there's the expression that actions speak louder than words. But sometimes the words can be very damaging. And, and the, the, the um, probably the best example that I can think of this, Hulk Hogan with the N-word, right? Words can still be very damaging. I mean, dude, they removed him from the Hall of Fame over this and, you know, did end up taking him back. But, uh, again, 
sometimes words are words, but sometimes they can also be very damaging. And but, and, and, and again, to, to speak to, to Ryan's point as well, um, yeah. best example of that, D'Lo Brown and Draws, you know, a, a, just a traditional sit-down powerbomb ended Draws' career. It crippled him. It, it, he's a paraplegic, essentially, right? Yes. So sometimes even well plan moves can go to hell and almost kill people so right yeah um, so uh, it, it's, no, you're it's, not wrong it's a topic we can go back and forth on till the end of time it, honestly yeah this yeah. again the word the words that kenny said was a lot different and less offensive than what yeah. hogan dropped as far as the end bomb right that's yeah i get what you're saying though yeah words can hurt regardless of what what's said but yeah Again, like you said, you can go back and forth oh, yeah. all day on this. He said, she said. And <laughs> It'll be a topic uh, that uh, I'm sure this isn't the last time we'll talk about this. It'll come, <laughs> oh, up, again. <laughs> It'll come up again for sure. Oh, yeah. All right, oh, guys. Yeah. Well, you know what? We're already over like halfway through the show already. So you know what? Let's take a break here and let's hear from our friends over at CollarAndElbowBrand.com. And we'll be back to talk some breaking news, match of the week, and also our showstopper segment. Wrestling a love and a passion we all share. I've started a wrestling brand, the wrestling brand. A brand founded on the aspects of wrestling. Two entities working together to create a product that connect emotionally for people everywhere. Collar and elbow is the brand. Passion and love for wrestling is the drive. I am Al Snow, and this is Collar and Elbow, the wrestling brand. dictionary defines hero as a person who is admired or idealized for courage, outstanding achievements, or noble qualities. Being a hero in life is far more than words printed on a page. It takes an unwavering code, a compass that points true north always. And in times like these, it takes sacrifice. Hero shouldn't be a word defined by a dictionary. It's a word that should be defined by the best of us. Hero has a new definition. All right, guys, Mighty Joe and Carl Careful and Bobby Duke back here on Turnbuckle Talk. As you heard from our friends over at CollarAndElbowBrand.com, if you use our promo code JKPODCAST at the checkout, you'll get 10% off your entire order. Um, that deal still still amazing to me. It definitely is. They got amazing merchandise over there. I'm wearing the Collar and Elbow Brand hat, like always. Uh, you can go there. You can get yourself a Collar and Elbow Branded hat as well. This is the Flex Fit hat. They've got the size uh, small, medium, and the large, uh, extra large. Definitely go and check them out. Amazing deals over there all the time. That promo code JK Podcast gets you that 10% off whether you are buying brand new or clearance merchandise as well. And crazy ass Gary Busey was wearing a collar and elbow branded shirt. On the Stone Cold documentary, nice. yes, that was yes, actually was. pretty, pretty cool to see. I was, yeah. I was happy to see that uh, the brand, the collar and elbow brand, has actually made its way more mainstream and is getting out there. So that's uh, that's really cool. I'm glad, uh, I'm glad you caught that, Ryan. I'm glad. I ordered mine. It's in the mail. 
Very cool. Very cool. All right, guys, let us get to breaking news. All right, so not a whole lot on the breaking news front, at least on my end of things. I'm sure Carl or Don might have something here. But uh, the one that I want to kind of uh, touch on here, um, seen this in a, in a few places, and it was interesting because uh, Sin Cara, or formerly known, known as Sin Cara, uh, vented, uh, was venting about uh, WWE not giving Latin American um, wrestling stars opportunities in the WWE. And I thought that was kind of bizarre words to say because, I mean... Pedro Morales, Eddie Guerrero, Rey Mysterio, Seth Rollins, Bailey, Alberto Del Rio, Molina, the Bella Twins would all very much beg to differ with the, that statement. Yeah. So right. I, I didn't really understand. Like, he, was, he seemed very, very upset. Oh, Latin Americans don't get chances. too. they get chances all over the place. Some of the most successful people in WWE uh, were of Latin American descent. So I don't know what the hell he was talking about. Uh, you might have had too many uh, tequilas or something. So... So, yeah, just wanted to put that out there. Some kind of strange, maybe just some butthurt <laughs> feelings. I don't know, but... Uh, I um, think he's completely wrong, to be quite honest. Oh, with absolutely like, he's wrong. I mean, the, the, like those, you said, those like, I got Eddie Guerrero right there, people. Like, right? he's so, one of the yeah. biggest Latin American wrestlers yeah. to date that I know of. So, some uh, some odd words there from uh, Mr. Sinkara. I'm not sure what he's going... Nothing to take... A, I don't want to take anything away from the guy, because I think he was still... You know, a, a decent uh, lucha style wrestler, but just sometimes it's better to just not say anything. Right, this would have been one of those times. Just <laughs> would have been one of those times. Move on, go to AAA, make yourself yeah. a bigger star than you were in WWE. Yep, yep, for sure. You got anything for breaking news, Carl? You want to touch on? I definitely do. Sweet this time, sweet. So, what do you got? We're told. That you, we've got 20 to 25 minutes. So we go and we prepare. Hmm. And we give an amazing speech for 20, 25 minutes. And we have help from friends that are writers, speech writers. And then we're all set. And we've got it pretty much memorized. And then we get to the event. <clears throat> And we're told that we're cut down to two minutes. <laughs> yes, that has legitimately happened. News story coming out over this last week is that uh, Molly Holly, uh, or real name Nora Roberts, uh, was in literal tears for uh, like four hours because her WWE Hall of Fame speech was cut down to two minutes. Yeah. Now what? she has gone out there and uh, and has said that uh, the WWE did give her the opportunity to uh, give her full speech that they did put out onto YouTube. So it did reach all of the YouTube people uh, that uh, subscribe to the WWE on YouTube. Uh, and she was very thankful for that. But was very very hurt after her speech was cut down to two minutes um interesting very very interesting uh, another little piece of information dark side of the ring the brian pillman episode is if you look hard enough okay it's actually available on youtube so if you haven't seen it yet 
you may want to go and take a look at that. Um, and doing yeah. it in two parts, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, I believe this one. Yes. Um, so yeah, uh, out there, somewhere, it's it's available on YouTube. You just got to look for it. Uh, we can't give you exact as to where it is, but I could tell you, you'll find it. Um, Vice put it out there. Um, Vice is showing the program. Vice has the contract for Dark Side of the Ring. So Vice, YouTube, I mean, YouTube, Vice, uh, uh, you'll find it. You'll find it. (laughs) For sure, and that's that's about all I've got right now. Yeah. I, I really don't yeah. have very much more yeah. for uh, any real yeah. big breaking news. Yeah. So I do feel for for Molly Holly uh, on that, uh, but uh, to play devil's advocate a little bit too. I mean, for somebody who is in like in the, the the wrestling business for a long time, I mean, you, you do need to have a bit of a tough skin with with that, that kind of stuff. I understand. Um, she would be upset at the same time. It's one of those things where it's like. Yeah, but you know, at the same time, you, you know, it, it, she should have a tough skin at this point. It, it, it's sad, but I mean, again, this is why. Like, I wish that there was like a real, like, big, legitimate pro wrestling hall of fame, and I do it. Hopefully, at some point in time, that there will be like something huge, like something that that can like be agreed upon with all the promotions, because there is sort of like a pro wrestling hall of fame, but it, it's it it, be, it could be so much more. I guess is what I'm getting at. And uh, the, the Brian Pillman thing on uh, Dark Side of the Ring, I, I'm definitely looking forward to that. I mean, you want to talk, he was a bigger deal than I think a lot of fans realize. When they did that Brian Pillman Memorial event, that was one of the first times that I could think of where, like, guys, even from the WWE, um, performed at an independent show. Like, we had Undertaker and some of these guys that uh, basically worked independent show. I mean, Brian Pillman was a big deal and was widely respected. He, he was, uh, dude, I can't wait to, to watch this. And uh, part two, I'm sure, will be really good as well. So looking forward to it because oh, yes. I was a big Brian Pillman fan and uh, still sad that he's gone, honestly. Me too. Yeah. All right, guys, let us get to our match of the week. All right, so for our Match of the Week segment here, I hope you guys are ready for, for this because I actually want to throw it over to our guest, Baba Duke, here first. What was your favorite match from the week this past week oh, of professional wrestling? What's your, what, match, was your, what was your favorite I, match? I'm actually changing it from favorite match yep. to favorite um, division within a, a, a promotion. Mm-hmm. Right now... Um, for me, I can't get enough of the AEW women's wrestling. These girls or women, sorry, that go out there and they actually wrestle. Like some of their matches are better than the men's matches. As far as I'm concerned. Um, I do have a little bit of wrestling background. Like I've been in formally trained and with Carol Carfelt up there and I did some stuff. So I know what to look for, like the little things that they miss or like, and I've caught in one match, maybe one thing for the women. So that whole division for me is making it nice for me to watch women's wrestling again. Cause I had just given up on the whole (laughs) idea of women becoming superstars beyond like WWE superstars. You know what I mean? But Dude, these these girls can wrestle. Yeah, 
and, and just it, yeah. awesome in that same vein too i mean uh, in, over in the nwa side of things uh, absolutely fantastic with the women's uh, wrestling and uh, i'd actually mentioned this on a i believe it was actually on the uh, the reacts episode that i did with parish over on love wrestling is that i think we can almost honestly have women have their own show and uh, like have them be like an yeah. entire separate thing to get them a, a chance to showcase so we'll see what i would to- i would vote for that yeah <laughs> my vote for sure what was your favorite match from this past week carl it was from not AEW this week, mm. not ROH, not Impact. Ooh. It actually came from SmackDown, right? Yes. What? We're what talking uh, Roman Reigns, Daniel Bryan. No. I, I just, I absolutely loved everything about this. And you talked about it earlier. You talked about there uh, not really being too much of a big buildup to this match, but it didn't feel like it really needed it because we came from WrestleMania. We came from, you know, Daniel Bryan, you know, interjecting himself in, into the match. So it just kind of felt like a, like a continuation of all of that. Now coming to a finalization of this matchup between the two of them, which hopefully now leaves the room for other competitors to be able to get in there yeah. with Roman. Yeah. So that's yeah. uh, that's what I'm looking forward to. For sure. Uh, for, for Mighty Joe this week, since we did have some MLW discussion, my match week is actually coming from Major League Wrestling, and it was actually the, the main event from the most recent episode of MLW Fusion. We are talking about Marshall Von Eric versus Tom Lawler. Absolutely fantastic. I really enjoyed that, that match. That was a great match. The, the setup was pretty good. You know, we, we had Tom. Uh, it, it, it felt very kind of old school. Um meets new school at the same time with uh, basically Tom Lawler saying, you know, that's not uh, kind of natural. You know, we need to drug test him, right? And we need, so that we had Marshall do the, the, the piss test and then before the match, him literally throwing said piss into Tom's face. So hopefully Alicia Atout didn't get uh, caught in the crossfire there, but, uh, um, <laughs> but it was a great match and Marshall of Von Eric, I mean, I can't speak any more positively about that guy than I already have. He's absolutely amazing. Uh, Tom Lawler is one of these few guys, you guys, Everyone here at the at the table right now, and most people watching, know that I am not a big fan of when MMA crosses over with professional wrestling, right? But Filthy Tom is one of the guys that makes it believable, and he does incorporate enough professional wrestling into it as well. So it, it's always a win for me. And uh, I thought both guys put on a fantastic match, and uh, I want to see more from these guys. So very cool. I yeah, I watched that match as well. You're <laughs> right. That yep. that was. Uh, you just looked at That's it good. going the whole time on the edge of your seat going, yep. what are they going to do next? Like, what, what, what yep. was that? Yep. It was for me. And it was my only second time ever watching the major league wrestling yeah. sold. <laughs> You're sold. Eh? Awesome. Sold. I, was, I was hoping that was going to be the case because it was so cool. Like it, it, again, it felt very old school, you know, with Marshall with the, Knee injury yeah. and, and Tom very much focusing on that right off the hop. I mean, just that, that that's that's old school pro wrestling number one, uh, one on one, right? So, well, uh, you know, the guy's injured, go after it. Absolutely, well, that was fantastic. And uh, again, I've been watching a ton of MLW recently, but I think uh, after that, I'm definitely going to be watching a lot more because I went back and I saw another one with Jacob Fatu. I, dude, I, I mean, I always talk very positively of the guy, but I haven't watched enough of him and I want to see more. Uh, and that group Contra is also amazing too. Uh, that, that entrance is badass. So, there's it's all good. Yeah. It's all good. So, all right, guys. Well, you know what? We have our showstopper segment still to go here, but it's been a while since we've heard from our, since we were talking about um, 
other wrestling promotions. And since we're going to be talking about some of our favorite and least favorite promotions, I thought before we get to our showstopper segment, we'd hear from our friends over at Ohio Valley Wrestling, and we'll be right back. Hi, my name is Barry Ratcliffe. You might recognize me from such films as The Longest Ride or Dead 2. Now, as a successful actor, I have two planes, a supermodel wife, countless exotic cars, and a ton of cash. You might think it couldn't get any better than this, but... You'd be wrong for only $4.99. You could get OVWWrestlingNetwork.com. That's OVWWrestlingNetwork.com for only $4.99. Now, will your life be as good as this? No. Will it be better? Yes, and I guarantee that. That's not valid anywhere. OVWWrestlingNetwork.com is only $4.99. Tomorrow's yesterday is today. Prices so low, they're insane. www.wrestlingnetwork.com. It's only $4.99 a month. In between excitement, me too. www.wrestlingnetwork.com is only $4.99 a month. You get that incredible value. She cost me $17 million and I loved it. Want a real value? www.wrestlingnetwork.com. It's only $4.99. That's a price so low. Well, it's insane. Ah. I love that commercial, and uh, it has been a little while since we played it, so I just definitely wanted to give those guys a shout-out to uh, gr- great content for a very affordable price, and uh, even a friend of the show, Mr. Michael Melkor, uh, does our production yeah. work for them. Uh, we're overdue to, to talk to him as well, so we'll have to yeah. set up something to, to get Mr. Melkor back on the show. I love talking to him. He has to work with Al Snow every freaking week. How cool is that? Right? right. That Change is job. absolutely amazing, and that... It's insane. <laughs> it definitely awesome. that guy is. Kills me. Um, awesome. For those for those people that have like a Roku device or or, or anything yeah. like that, you can download the fight f i t e dot tv. Okay, and OVW Network is available there, so you you can it go is, there yeah. and and subscribe to it, and it's fantastic because then it's 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 right there. One app gets you all of all, all of that. There's a whole bunch of different content that's free available out there. Different pay-per-views, uh, you can you can uh, purchase the pay-per-views through that app as well. They don't sponsor us, uh, but it's a great app. I, I personally love it. So I want you guys to experience that app too. Go and look for it, F-I-T-E dot TV. And the other- I actually have it on my phone. You can download it off the Very cool. Play Store on your yeah. phone. I watch it all the time. Very cool. And I think they have it on the iOS uh, App Store as well. And, and outside that, outside of the, the great deal and the great content, the other reason why I love um, giving them free promotion is, I mean, they, they essentially have a wrestling school where you can, for lack of a better term, essentially get a degree in professional wrestling. You get to learn from, from Al Snow. I mean, you want to talk, like you, you can watch videos on YouTube. He, what I love so much about him is he's very traditional and very old school like he still teaches those values when it comes to uh, when it comes to professional wrestling and it's just great to see him running a promotion and i think ovw is kind of one of those hidden gems that a lot of people sleep on go and check it out do yourself a favor like it, i've i've said check many times before OVW. if you aren't digging the ww practice some other things give ovw a try it's absolutely fantastic if you just like very traditional that's not even the first day if you just like want to watch something different and you get to see some upcoming stars some people even have been on this program before have been on ovw so uh check it yep. out you, you you can't go wrong again and what's nice about the entire thing is that um like the ovw network that there is um collar and elbow brand like yes sir it's all al snow yep, yep. al snow creation that's what it is and um as friends, I love promoting what he does. Yep. I think what he's doing is absolutely amazing. 
and I'm I'm happy to be able to uh, say that I have friends that are there working with OVW, and I want to be able to give as much support to them as possible, yep. and we want you guys to help support as well. Absolutely. If you love the content, if you love professional wrestling, this is the way to do it. Yep. Four ninety nine a month. That's that's what a Starbucks coffee. Yeah, pretty much. I was going like, to say like an extra large Tim Hortons timmies. or something. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like, yeah, yeah it's and as the but. super fan. <laughs> Yeah. I'm just getting. I'm just get kind of getting into some of these new promotions thanks to these two gentlemen. Uh, what's it been? Three months now. I've been watching OVW. Awesome product. Yep. Awesome. Awesome. Yep. These guys know what they're doing. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. All right, guys. Let us get to our showstopper segment. All right, so for this week's Showstopper segment, it's actually cool that we have the three of us here because this actually works out well for this segment because we're going to be talking, essentially giving an update. You know, we like to do this about, what, Carl, maybe about two, three times a year where we kind of just go back and forth between us and pick our current favorite and least favorite wrestling promotions. And since we have Mr. Duke here this week as well, we have a third person to bounce off, which is absolutely fantastic uh, for this discussion here. So... Let's start with you, Bubba Duke. Uh, let's start with your current favorite wrestling promotion. We'll go around, and then we'll go around again with our least favorite. I got to pick a favorite. Yes, that's, you got to pick a favorite. I'm putting you on the spot, sir. That's hard right now because, <laughs> I, like I said, I've been getting into the New Japan, the OVW, the AEW, the L, uh, MLW. The, but really, if I had to pick one right now, AEW, simply for their women's division right now. Don't get me wrong. Mm-hmm. The men are doing great awesome i love the whole product right now it's the women that mind blown aew all the way yeah for sure what about you carl see it, it, j- just as as uh, <laughs> bubba duke says there it's it's pretty hard to be able to pick a favorite um especially when you've got the names like ring of honor impact wrestling you know um aew to an extent uh, mlw OVW, like they're all out there, uh, and it's it's fantastic to see professional wrestling again. Not sports entertainment, screw that name, but to see professional wrestling. If I had to choose one, uh, Impact Wrestling right now would definitely be the, nice. the the favorite right now. If I had to choose between watching different promotions, I would choose Impact Wrestling. Very cool. Uh, f- for myself, people can probably already know which way I'm going to go. New with Japan. This one. <laughs> New Japan. <laughs> Absolutely. New Japan Pro Wrestling for the simple fact. Well, there's, there's a couple factors at play here. Um, I think more than any other wrestling promotion out there, they really do pull off that sports-like presentation where, where they really do present it. To a certain extent, they do in Mexico as well. Maybe not so much recently, but before. Um, but... On top of that, we consistently have an audience. We have a crowd for these shows as well. The, the combination of those two things is currently winning me over. Um, pure and simple. I mean, I mean, and some of my favorite wrestlers are over there, um, especially when it comes to bad guys. I mean, Minoru Suzuki. I mean, to 
to watch him literally wrestle anybody on this planet uh, would be highly entertaining. That dude, that guy could wrestle a broom or even a blow up doll, and it would be highly entertaining. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling is hands down my favorite promotion. If I do have to pick a, a secondary pick, like I always like to kind of throw that in for a little bit of a curveball oh, here. Oh, sure, he gets a second uh, one now. Hey. I'm the host. I, I, I get to, I'm, one of, I'm, one of, I'm one of the hosts. I, I can alter the rules a little bit if I want to. Oh, okay. Um, Go ahead. I'll actually kind of probably blow Carl's mind here. Actually, my current number two would probably likely be Impact Pro Wrestling or be Impact Wrestling because they seem to be kind of like the disruptor that's getting a lot of people kind of talking. Um, they which, are. Which, which is interesting. And you know, I've even there's even been times like even on t- early days of Turnbuckle Talk where I've said you know this promotion was on its way out like they're done, but they keep finding a way to either reinvent themselves or find some other kind of deal to to kind of keep things going. And for that alone, yeah, I have to give them a lot of uh, respect and a lot of props because dude, I mean they've been on the verge of obliteration more than a few times. So the fact that they're still standing doing anything right now is something you have to respect. Yeah. So. They so, definitely got some fight in them. That's yeah. that's you got that right. Yeah. So for me, they get an honorable mention. So because Mighty Joe <laughs> Morin decided to say New Japan Pro Wrestling, I'm going to put this out there for everyone. As it is Bullet Club Day, make your way over to ProWrestlingTees.com. One of the best ways that you can support professional wrestling and your favorite workers is by going to pro right now. They have 25% off everything bullet club. They've even brought back other different <laughs> uh, shirts. The original concept design of the bullet. No, not that one. The original one ah. is there only very cool. For probably about the next 36 hours, I would say. Um, it's a 24-hour sale going on over there. But as soon as you go to ProWrestlingTees.com, uh, you're going to get a pop-up that comes up that talks about the 25% off Bullet Club Day. Click that, and it'll take you right to everything Bullet Club. You can get 25% off with no coupon code, no nothing, just because it's Bullet Club Day. How amazing is that? So I'm super excited about that. I might actually be ordering some things. I might go over there and help support my guy, yeah. Chase Owens, and I might be buying something. So very cool. Yeah, Do they we, have, don't get, uh, uh, we don't get anything from Pro Wrestling Tees for this. I just thought that it was really cool that they're doing this. So right. I, I absolutely love it. Bubba, what were you saying there? So does it come in uh, large polar bear size? You know, I'm a pretty big dude. <laughs> yes. Yep. <laughs> yes, it does. I, you pay you pay a couple dollars extra. Yeah. You do. It's worth it, though. But, uh, but they do definitely have it. Let's throw this out there super quick here from Ryan. Uh, do you guys think New Japan Pro Wrestling would ever allow the elite to call themselves Bullet Club? Joe? I'll field that question since I'm wearing the Bullet Club t-shirt. Um, if Tomatonga has anything to say about that, Hell no. Uh, he'll ne- he'll never, ever let those guys call themselves the Bullet Club. Uh, he'll be the first one on the front lines to shoot that down right off the hop. So definitely I agree that's, with that. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's, that's like DX. You can't do DX in, in New Japan or anywhere else. That's yep. strictly like a WWE yep. thing. Like you don't. Yep. Yep. And that's why. Bullet Club. 
in Japan. <laughs> and that's why you have essentially a built-in storyline going on there that they can cash on, cash in on, sorry, <laughs> literally any moment if they do want to break down that forbidden uh, uh, door and uh, go from there. All right, yeah. so let's look at the other side of the coin here, least favorite wrestling promotions. Uh, let's go in the other direction. Let's start with Carl first, and then me, and then with Mr. Babadook here. Let's start with you, Carl. What's your least favorite? Ah, uh, WWE. <laughs> It's yeah, I mean, I, I don't know what more I can say. I mean, uh, unfortunately, the product that's being put out there right now just is, does not suit my fancy. Uh, no, mm, no, mm, uh, sports entertainment, mm, no. Give me professional wrestling. There's just so many little things that are happening within the WWE right now that are um, pissing me off to the point that I, I can't even watch. One of the biggest things, and I'm going to mention this uh, because I'm sure other people are freaking pissed off with this as well. Your stupid cameras. <laughs> Your camera changes, your zoom in, zoom out. When somebody gets kicked or hit, you're zooming in, zooming out. When there's uh, Daniel Bryan with his yes kicks, okay? So they have two different camera angles, and then they're doing this side, and then this side, and then this side, and then this side with each kick. Piss off. Yeah. Piss off, you bloody wanker. <laughs> Stop it! It's interesting that just you, stop it. It's interesting that you bring that up because I, I think it was during WrestleMania, uh, Lance Storm I th actually went to social media and said that he eventually he essentially had to turn it off because he was almost getting motion sickness because they were you, yes yeah yes so, yep. your head really starts to hurt after yep. a while. There are times where I find I'll, I'll have I'll have Raw on or yep. I'll have SmackDown on right, but I have to I have to look away. I have to, I have to look at something else and I'll listen to what's happening. Yep. but I can't watch the program <laughs> because of that. And it yep. oh, if if that could change, I might be a little more partial to. More WWE product. Thankfully, I do still have the WWE <laughs> network that allows me to go back and watch great matches yeah. and different than like past WrestleManias from like WrestleMania one up to like WrestleMania, whatever you want. SummerSlams, In Your House, King of the Rings, all of this stuff. I mean, it, it allows me to watch these different things that uh, I find we're done so much better on a production side yep. that right now the production with the WWE just hurts me. Mm -hmm. Literally, yep. physically hurts me. Yep. Oh, okay. 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 I need a drink. Yeah. <laughs> You're so, done? So mean. So <laughs> So me next on, on this one, then we'll have uh, Boba Duke to have the last say on this. And unfortunately, it physically pains me to say this as well, because, I mean, as everyone here and probably a lot of people watching, I grew up being a WWE fan. I literally lived inside that WWE bubble for a good portion of those early years. I didn't know of anything outside of WWF at the time. But I do have to pick them as my least favorite promotion for for the, the simple fact that whenever I'm watching WWE programming, whether it be not so much Raw, because I can't remember the last time I watched Raw, SmackDown or, or anything else, or even some of the bigger shows, even WrestleMania, the fact that, that I'm sitting down and I'm dissecting what's going on and I'm criticizing things all the time makes it my least favorite. Because I can, I can watch MLW, I can watch... 
ROH, I can watch New Japan and just kind of sit back and enjoy it as a fan. I, I can still take notes, especially if I know something I'm going to be talking about on a podcast like Turnbuckle Talk or Destino or what have you. But with WWE, I just I find myself dissecting things too much uh, as an observer. And don't get me wrong, there are some things that WWE does that do put a smile on my face. But more often than not, it's the opposite. There's things that they're doing. They're letting people go when maybe necessarily they don't have to. You know, they're making more money than they have ever. And the fact that that is happening and you're letting people go, that's another thing that also kind of turns me off. I mean, I could kind of go through not a Jericho-sized length list of things here, but... Uh, um, a list. But um, it, it's... it's it's just it's a harsh reality. Um, what they're doing just doesn't appeal to me currently when there's so many other great, including our friends over at OVW Wrestling, that just I can watch and I can just enjoy as a fan. And that's it. That's really all I have to say about it. You're next up, Bob Duke. Yep. I, I, I hate saying it too, WWE. Um, I, I hate saying it because like you and, and Carl up here, what was the first wrestling I ever watched? Hogan? Ultimate Warrior. Yeah. Macho Man. Like, Andre. WWE no. was, or WWF at the time, was huge. My, my dad literally only got cable for the simple fact that wrestling. Yep. But I, in my opinion, um, and again, my opinion reflects on nobody but me. Vince needs to take a step back. He, I don't know what's going on with him, but he's lost his touch and he's trying too hard to keep it. Let Mark run something. Let when Triple H was running NXT by himself, it was awesome product because it was cutting edge. He listened to what the fans wanted and then Vince didn't like it. He had to get his grubs in there and his chubby little fingers and monkey things up. And yep. I just, but Vince just needs to take a step back. Let somebody else run stuff for a while and see where your product goes. And I'm going to tell you right now, if Mark, AKA the undertaker can get his fingers in on some things, just, I'm not saying everything, let them run certain things that go on and see what happens. And I bet you, instead of this, spiraling effect it's very slow and this is just my opinion it's very slow and all i hear is w c w w c but it's very slow no not like wcw did where it was like really quick and it was dead this is a very slow decline because they're not keeping the product on an upward angle yeah it's just it's become stale yeah and they're trying too hard to keep it going. Yep. No, very well said. I hate to say it. Yep. And they're not... And the other issue, too, is... I mean, there's always going to be that diehard faithful that are going to stick around no matter what. But then you also have people like ourselves that have kind of... We're, we're hip to kind of what's going on here, and we've gravitated to other places. And then the other thing, too, is that we're not attracting new people as well. They always say, you know, all oh, the uh, the social media and all this stuff is, but w- w- what's happening, I, I think that they're a little, that they're, they're wrong about this is that, oh, the people that are watching on YouTube and are seeing these clips and then they're coming over to watch us. 
knowing how people kind of consume things now these days with TikTok and that kind of stuff, they're just watching that and they feel that that's enough. And, I, and the, the TV viewership numbers back up that opinion, right? So yeah. it's, it's one of those things where, and I totally agree that we, we need a major shift um, in management. I don't think Vince needs to totally step away, but he needs no, to just, start delegating yeah, and just, trusting people's <laughs> opinions and trusting that people are going to take things. So if that can happen, you know, then we can see an improvement because I, I don't want to always just say, you know, oh, things will get better if Vince is dead. <sighs> Because because no. they won't be right away. Vince, like I said, he needs to say, okay, we need to split. I, I don't need to to run absolutely every single aspect of this business. Start delegating yeah. because I mean to make another reference with with ECW, we saw how that went with Paul. He tried to control everything and he burned himself out. The fact that Vince hasn't done that yet, I think is I don't understand. Right. Yeah. But yeah, just start delegating and your product will improve. That's all you need to do. Exactly. Just take your finger off a couple little things. Don't yeah. be so you have to be everything and everything goes by you. And you could tell when Vince has boards. Okay. And you could tell when something good comes up and then you could see where Vince put his finger and went, no, 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 we got to do it this way. Yeah. Yep. Good, 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 good. And then it crashes. Yeah. And I hate um, to say that Vince is a smart man. Yep. Dude came up with WrestleMania. Yeah. He came up with a lot of good stuff. Yep. Okay, dude, now you got to let somebody else with that creative that you had, you need to let them kind of take over the ship a little bit, little bits at a time, so that when you do die, heaven forbid, Vince dies, (laughs) people can keep that company running like you did for your old man. There you go. Well said. Well said. And I I think that's uh, honestly kind of a good note to end on because uh, those are very well, that's very well said, Don. And uh, I definitely share those sentiments. I know Carl does as well as likely a lot of reviewers and listeners do too. All right, guys. Well, I guess that about wraps up here for this week. But before we go, of course, I will let Carl uh, give out a shout out and some plugs to our, uh, of course, our wonderful sponsors. That's right. You guys have already heard about collarandelbowbrand.com. We talk about them a lot. And it has been amazing that there has been, uh, I get notifications letting me know every week when people uh, go and take a look at things. So there has been six people that went last time and uh, took a look at collarandelbowbrand.com. So that is absolutely fantastic. I love it. Remember, guys, if you do make a purchase, use that promo code JKPODCAST. And not only are you getting 10% off, but you're also giving a little kickback to us, which does help support the video cast and the podcast side of things. So we really do appreciate it as always. We have our sponsor over at FNXFit.com. If you're looking for supplements, whether it's super greens, protein powder, whatever you need, workout gear, they've even got some great shirts, uh, shorts, different stuff like that for working out. Go and check out fnxfit.com. Use promo code TBTALKPOD. You're going to get 15% off your entire purchase. Great people over there. Great products over there. Go and check them out. And if you do, tag us. On our social media, we can be found on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at TB Talk Pod. TB Talk Pod. That's where you find us on social media. So go like, share, subscribe, enjoy, whatever you got to do. Everything that you guys do continues to support us, and we absolutely love it and we appreciate you. Absolutely. And 
again for Carl, Carl and myself later this week on Turnbuckle Rewind. We have a really interesting matchup uh, for you guys that we're going to be covering this week. We're going back to WCW in 1990 with Sting versus Ric Flair, uh, the Great American Bash. That's uh, That was back when WCW and even WWE to a certain extent, when they only did like four big shows a year, which I, I, I missed that, honestly. Um, so, yeah, I'm really, really looking forward to that. And, uh, of course, make sure and check out all our uh, stuff there over with Love Wrestling that because uh, Carl and I are uh, doing lots of stuff over there too. Uh, we even did a uh, uh, we, we're doing some Twitch exclusive stuff over there, which is a lot of fun. Make sure and check that out. Uh, the most recent one that we did, there's clips of it that I even shared out. Uh, we had a good time over there, so make sure and uh, uh, check that out as well. Make sure I just wanted to make sure and get our our plugs in for our Love Wrestling uh, brothers over there too. All right, guys. So that wraps up here for this week, and we'll see you on the next one. As you can tell in the background, we are out celebrating. That is what we do here at HittingTheMarks.com. And I invite everyone to continue to tune in to Turnbuckle Talk. But check out all of our other shows. We have content, especially up by the flagship show. You can find that all at HittingTheMarks.com. Run.